They say it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and for once, they're right. Every November, people from all over the country come to Brooklyn to jockey for the best sidewalk corners and empty lots, set up their stands, and sling Christmas trees for up to $130 a pop. These vendors drive their haul from farms as far away as Montana to work 100 hours a week every week from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Producer James Deneen spent the dog days of December wandering around Brooklyn, talking to the seasonal workers and year-round farmers who run these pop-up stands. Come January, tens of thousands of trees will be back on the street and headed for the chipper. But for now, they're home alone too, lost in New York, in Brooklyn, USA. How I knew it, it was like you see in the movies, like Hollywood movies, when uh, it's like Christmas season and you see like uh, the little stands like this selling Christmas trees with a guy in the um, Santa Claus costume. So you know it's happening in New York, but it's more like, I mean, no one, I don't think there's a lot of places in the world that sell Christmas trees on the sidewalk. I, I mean, it's it's been like, I know, 60 years that the people doing this, selling Christmas trees, and, and especially in New York, like if you talk about selling Christmas trees in the world, New York is the main place that's going intense and really hard. Like, I don't know what's happening with, uh, with New York with Christmas, but people are going crazy with Christmas here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Christmas time in Brooklyn. Whether or not you celebrate Christmas, you can't miss the groves of Christmas trees that spring up in November on sidewalks around town, tended to by bright-eyed people of other, more forested places. I went out to talk with some of these Christmas visitors to learn where they come from and why it is they've chosen to spend December battling hypothermia for our convenience. You're welcome. <laughs> I found these two, just north of downtown, hanging out in a hut made of plastic sheeting and reclaimed wood. They were happy to chat as long as I didn't use their names or the name of their company, which they told me supplies 60 stands in the city. It's Christmas, and that means business. When you arrive in New York, you don't know where your stand is going to be. So you arrive in New York and for like three days we were just rolling around just not knowing where we were going to be. So you just you just wait for a call and then they tell you your corner and you go there. And like after that you're at night and you don't know really what's going to happen and like a truck's coming and dropping you like yeah, 200 like trees and you're like what? <laughs> so when, when did you get here to start building it? Uh, we got here... Lou? November 19. And it, it took us like a day to build. Yeah, we take this, uh, like all the wood that we have, it's stuff that we got um, on the street. Oh, really? That yeah. you just found around we Brooklyn? Buy any of it, any, anything. Yeah. Except like these, the base, we bought the wood, but like the floor, uh, this, the counter, the windows, it was all on the, uh, the door was all on the street. Yep. Yeah, one part of the job I was getting gas and smells a little bit like gas all the time. <laughs> so how, how long have, have you guys been doing this? Uh, it's the second year for me. 
I, I did it last year by Prospect Park, Empire Washington, and now we moved here. It's a better corner, so like the company upgraded us up here. Yeah, it's the second time for me and it's the first my time first for. Year. Yeah, it's my first time. So this is a a job that like people in Quebec know about. Like people know know that like it's a thing you can come down to New York City for December and yeah. sell it's Christmas like a trees. Bum job a little bit. What do you mean? Like uh, living on a corner. Yeah, <laughs> in your van in New York City. I mean, not everybody can do it. Like I'm doing since I I finished my university, I'm doing like that kind of seasonal job. I plant trees. I do that. After we go back in Quebec, I do harvesting for maple syrup in the farms. So it's all like one month, one month and a half gig. It's good money, and you walk away after, and you like that's it. Like see you next year. So it's not like a nine to five job. So like between the the gigs, you you have yeah, free time. We, so. we travel like it's been two months and a half. We're in the van now. Like in my life right now, I don't want to do a nine five job. I, I did it before. I and like school, it's kind of a nine five job even more. So it's, yeah, yeah pretty much. this is a twenty four seven job. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like it's not really shifts of job. Like yeah, you you decide your your schedule with the people that you're working. So do you get paid based on the number of trees you sell at the stand, or or is it like a hour by hour pay? No, it's, it's a, the trees. Yeah, yeah we split so. the profits. Yeah. So it's up to us how much we do. Yeah. Because we make it, we make the like how, how it's the ambience when you come here. Like people have like little stands that are all closed. Like we no we make the no yeah. no no vibe, no energy. I mean, if your stand is shitty, shitty your sales <laughs> are gonna be shitty, and you won't make money. I mean, you can make a lot of money or you can make no money at all. It's you decide. So yeah, you better make it the best out of it. And you are here anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you are here. Like you're like we do. your ass on the corner in New York City. So you better make money. Without recourse to regular listings on Google Maps, I trudged around Brooklyn all afternoon, searching for more sellers, and found that many of them had come from far and wide, drawn to the booming market of the city like shepherds drawn to a star. In Sunset Park, there was Vince and Cam from Montana who guide rafting trips when they're not selling Christmas trees. Uh, my buddy called me up and was like, hey, you want to go sell Christmas trees in New York? Next to a church in Park Hello, Slope, there was Lefty Flanagan from Vermont wearing camo head to toe. Well, it takes over a year to grow a foot of a, of a Christmas tree. And the big fellows, the 10-footers, they're going to be about 14 years old, more or less. In Windsor Terrace, there was Gabe a painter, also from Vermont. It's, uh, it's a good-sized tree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming on nine or ten years now. It gets a little foggy, but I think it's been nine years. Yeah. And another Canadian, Nikolai, who organizes bike trips and has been selling trees on 9th Street for 20 years. Um, I don't know why exactly, but I know people like to buy trees from people from the north and we're from the north. So, uh, yeah, it's busy. Uh, I'm, no, I'm really happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see at the end. It's hard to say, but it seems like it's going to be a good year. Yeah. Back downtown, those Quebecers invited me into their home. It's a bit of a mess here, but we made it big this year, guys. Inside was a Christmas wonderland, complete with little reindeer decorations, a few empty 40 ounces, and a floor strewn with pizza boxes and boughs of balsam fir. It smells so good. It's yeah, like sitting in a forest all the time. 
and is almost everybody Canadian who works at the 60 yeah, cent? for us, it's 30% more money when you, we go back in yeah. Quebec. So that that's maybe the main part why, and maybe just like getting out of Canada and like it's really close. Like people think it's like super, you came all the way from, the, it's like six hour and you're in Canada. So it's not that far. You go in like the Big Apple and whatever. A lot I, of it's people like, don't know where Quebec is. Yeah. And that's so kind of funny because it's really not that far. Do you feel like it's a good way to see New York City or a, a terrible way? It's a terrible way, especially <laughs> when you're too like the time you're together, it's precious because like the rest of your time you're alone. So no, that's not a good way to see Brooklyn. No. But you get to really know the neighborhood and like how the vibe of every small yeah, place like Park Slope. And, and yeah. you, I mean, we we see everyone that lives in the building in front to like they come out in the morning they go back in at night and there's like two two old men that cross this that cross the stands every like every day and they're super funny and they're like i'm just checking on you how are you guys not too cold blah 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 so yeah it's nice some it's guy nice from change. a pizzeria came and like we i did oh yeah you have a restaurant so i'm like i'm making you a good deal and after you give us like every yeah, two days pizza, he, pizza, pizza. He, uh, he gave us the <laughs> leftover pizza at night so i just show wait up wait so 11. explain this what what is this calendar uh it's just things that's gonna happen till christmas so it looks like you have nothing happening except for pizza <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> it's coming 15 days. I mean, my family never paid for Christmas trees in my whole life. Even Maybe it's because we live like near the countryside or whatever, but I mean, it's a tree. You can just go out of the city and go cut one yourself and bring really it far. back. I talked with yeah, some people yeah, and like, why. if you want to do that, like cut your own trees farm or whatever, it's like not even upstate. You have to like go Vermont or whatever. Yeah, so it's, it's like... So it's just, it's just like the first year I did it, I was just amazed about this. But after I realized a lot of stuff like offre la demande, how you call this? Like offre la demande, it's like a economic uh, phrase. More people wants to buy something, more they're going to be expensive and more people wants to sell them. Like su supply and demand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 supply yeah. and demand. Yeah. I, it's, what is the? Supply and demand. Supply and demand, exactly. So it's supply and demand. So how frequently do you get trees? At the beginning of the season, it's every day, and uh, now. At 3 a.m. in the morning. And you sell all of all of them in Pretty that. Much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the first batches I received, there's no more right now. It's really going fast. Like this stand probably gonna sell like a thousand, two hundred, three hundred, a thousand, three hundred trees in the season. Does anybody buy Christmas trees at, at three in the morning? I yeah. Had yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had a guy who came and. And he was I was alone in the stand, and he was really drunk, and he asked me for a tree, and he bought a super big tree, like maybe like seven feet, and he said it was for his mistress, and he was gonna leave it on her porch, so he has she has a surprise in the morning, and yeah, so I sold him the tree, and when he left, he was walking everywhere, like really drunk with his tree on his shoulder and his stand on his other end, and yeah, so some people. 
I mean, most people that buy trees at three in the morning, I think, are a little bit out of it. But like when I was down on Empire, Washington, I had like a lot of families that people are working at night and finish at midnight, and it's 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 the only time in the week they can like purchase a tree. So yeah, I had I had like old family coming at midnight to uh, buy the tree, because like the, the mom is single and like it's the only time she can get out and do that. Make you think just like if you kind of stopped and spent a whole month on a corner of, of any sidewalk, like how much you'd see of a city. You kind of see everybody. You see, yeah, uh, everybody. you see exactly. And everyone is happy to see you because it smells good and you have the little lights Something and the decorations. New. And it means that Christmas is coming. So, I mean, everyone's happy to see you. So everyone's nice with you. Everyone talks to you. Just not the Chase Bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Like. laughs> they get mad because we put trees on the on their on their wall sometimes. I cannot allow this. Yeah, like okay. Super <laughs> You're okay. like, come down, man. I mean, it's just trees. And so across the winter city, weathering the cold, the sellers of Christmas trees keep the holiday spirit alive and well 24-7 and make serious bank while they're at it. Just remember, we beg of you, when Christmas Day is over with and your tree has served its noble purpose, dispose of it not on the sidewalk, but recycle it at the Department of Sanitation's annual mulch fest so that the trees of Quebec, Vermont, Oregon, and North Carolina might continue to replenish our parks. The Brooklyn USA podcast is produced by Sasha Mathias and Emily Bogosian. If you like what you hear, think we got something wrong, or just want to get in touch, you can leave us a comment, tweet us at Brick Radio, or rate and review the show on the app. We're tackling everything from gun violence to cooperative economics this season, and we want to hear from you. If you want in, send tips, pitches, thoughts, ideas, self-destructing messages, or just regular normal emails to radiopitches at brickartsmedia.org. And check the show notes for a link to our pitch page if you want more info. This episode featured music from the DeWolf Music Library. For more information on this and all Brick Radio podcasts, visit brickartsmedia.org slash radio. Like, that's it. Like, see you next year.